Six Sheets Under. My name is Reggie, and today I'm joined by my friend Barrett McGill. Go ahead and say hi. What's up, guys? So I ask this with every guest, but I honestly feel bad. I can't remember. How do we know each other? Um, honestly, we met in Portland working at Home Depot. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, that was a long time ago, though. Yeah, that was, was. Uh, that was a while back. That was probably 2012 or 13 range, somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean, at least a decade. It's, dude, the, oh man. The fact so that you dumb. just said that, just like, <laughs> like fuck. Right? So you went from <laughs> West Coast Home Depot to now you're working down in Florida as a tattoo artist. Yeah, well, uh, I'm from Florida originally. Um, I grew up here. I started tattooing here. And then I moved out there with some friends of mine. Um, well, they, they moved a couple years prior. And uh, I went and I was living out there. And I, I just didn't do my homework on all the licensing requirements that Oregon has. And they're yeah. very strict with a lot of professional Oregon's licensing. very strict. I had tried, I had thought about going into a piercing and apparently Oregon's really yeah. with the piercing side, especially. Yeah. Uh, well, with tattoo, so basically I was tattooing for probably two to three years before I moved out there and um, I get out there and they, that, it wasn't enough for them, I guess, you know, mm. um, the reason behind that really was because up until I moved out there, you didn't have to have your individual license to tattoo. You kind of worked under the shop's business license. Gotcha. I mean, you had to have your blood, bloodborne pathogens and you had to be CPR certified and stuff like that. But so I moved out there and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to go to tattoo school. It's going to cost you, you know, five grand and 360 hours. Like, yeah, Oregon, Oregon loves their little individual schools for stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that was the reason I ended up eventually. I was like, I mean, off the record. Well, it's on the record, but either way, I don't, I don't care. Uh, it was, I was still tattooing, but not daily. Not like I know, you know, mm. it wasn't my daily grind, uh, which is actually how I met you. So, I mean, sometimes yeah. things work out. But, full circle. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I ended up moving up to Washington because I was like, I called and I was like, hey, you know, talking to the people at the health department. I'm like, what do I got to do? And uh, they're like, you got 80 bucks? I'm like, yeah, I, I got 80 bucks. I'm like, oh, you're good, baby. I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah that's what I was advised <laughs> for uh, piercing was, yeah, I'd go pierce in Washington for a while and then just come back down to Oregon. Yeah, or just hit the coup. Find a shop up in the cove, dude, and just like go do that. But uh, since I since I have you on, and you you've listened to at least one episode of the show, right? Oh, I've listened. I've actually been since you asked me to be on. I've been listening to episodes. So yeah, I've listened to a so few. Fantastic. So you know, you know, we talk a lot about sex and kinks and fetishes, and one of my favorite yeah. things to do is look up the actual word for you know a specific kink or fetish. And so for people that are attracted yeah. to tattoos, scarring, 
and piercings. It's called stigmatophilia. Stigmatophilia. Like stigmata with philia. Okay. Yeah. I, I've never heard that in my life, but I'm going to hang on to yeah. that. Well, it started as being attracted to like scars or people's like physical wounds. And then when tattooing okay. and piercing became a thing, it kind of got lumped in with that as like a, you know, a change in your body's appearance through outward means kind of deal. Well, I guess, um, how would you even, let me see if I can try to piece this. Maybe I'm a stig stigmatophiliac. That would be it. That'd be the word if you're into it. Yep. Hey, look at me go. <laughs> Plus, I always like religious yeah. terms, so things like stigmata. I'm like, all right, I like it. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know awesome. like, uh, in queer communities, tattooing for a while, like before tattooing was acceptable or before, you know, those kind of sexualities were acceptable. Tattoos were used a lot of times mm -hmm. as secret codes almost. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, without going like too deep into like the tattoo history and stuff because i know that's not really we're not here to talk about hey i mean tattooing. we're all, you know we're not educators <laughs> but, but i love talking and learning so yeah yeah um but i mean that shit goes back so far and like really that's what it you know that's really what it was it was either to show somebody a status or show somebody you know like you're saying it's like coding it's like you know, like if you see that on somebody, that means something. And yep. I come across that a lot, actually, with people that just don't know. Mm. Um, and I've learned I've learned over the years about stuff like that. And so little things and like, hey, man, like you understand, like, oh, I want this because it looks cool. I saw it on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, well, that, you know, and it's some like 18 year old kid. And I'm like listen man you don't want to do that and yeah, like there's, there's a meaning the behind that. yeah 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 like that's gonna put off the wrong it's just like a pineapple dude like a lot of people like you know the problem that i'm that i've been having lately is with all these like you know like i call them soundcloud rappers <laughs> yeah, um, yeah and yeah stuff like that like i have these 18 year old kids coming in wanting their hands blasted out wanting their face tattooed and I'll ask them just straight up like no not in any sort of disrespectful way at all but it's like what do you what do you do for a living man he's like oh I work at the Wendy's like right across the street over there I'm like all right cool how long do you want to work there he's like oh man I'll quit tomorrow if I could I'm like all right don't tattoo your face mm -hmm. you know what I mean he's like it's gonna yeah. you're 18 years old. I'm like, what do you what do you wanna do for a living? Like, oh I don't, you know, I don't know. I was like, something cool. I'm like, well, that doesn't tell me shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you don't even know. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Like so Well, tattooing has come, I will say tattooing acceptance has come a long way since even 10 years ago. But it is definitely still not like a corporate, you're not gonna see, you know, high powered lawyers and corporate officials with face tattoos or anything like that yeah no it it's i mean if if you're gonna be like completely real about it you know if like if you come in if let's say they interview 
even just two people that day. One dude walks in, he's all clean cut. One dude walks in, he's got his face and his hands tattooed, and he's 18, 19 years old. Who do you think is going to get that job? Yeah. And I hate that I hate that that's the way it is, but I, it is what it is. Like it's not my decision. Well, and that was definitely something I thought about when I got my hands tattooed. Was I'd already, yeah. you know, I was older, and I decided, you know, if there was, I wasn't going to be in a position or a job where that wouldn't be acceptable because that's not kind of the well, kind of work I'd want to participate in. You're not like you don't strike me as like an office working type of guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm more brain. I'm more brawn over brains when it comes to work. I'm labor force. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, like, so, like, but you know, when you ask somebody and they're just like, "Oh, I have, I have no idea." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that to you. I'm not gonna close that door for him." No. And you know, then there's some guys out there that are like, you know. It's, it's not your job to make life decisions for people. I'm like, you're right. It's not. But it seems a lot more responsible for me to go ahead and just like pass that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no. that's also like, because it is your work, that is kind of your mark you're putting on someone. So you should have oh, a say course. in what you put on someone's body because they're going to say, I got this from Ferret. That's yeah. your name. That's a signature, you know, on any piece of work you do, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually how I found out my face is crooked was I went into my <laughs> piercer because I wanted the uh, bridge of my nose pierced. And we sat there and we're lining it up. And my piercer looks at me and just says, hey, your face is crooked. This is not going to look good. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I've worked. always I was like, you know, I've always thought that. But <laughs> if I only have a professional <laughs> tell me. So that's how I ended yeah. up with my septum. So he had all the gear out. He was just like, well, you want to do your septum? I was like, yeah, let's pop that. Why not? Dude, I have my septum. My nose has been broken. I don't I don't have a number a lot of times. <laughs> and um, we, we tried to pierce my septum one day. And I got tattooed that day, too. I was just on one that day, I guess. Mm. But uh, we pierced my septum, and it was crooked as fuck. And the piercer that was that I was working with at the time um, was like, no, 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 no. You just, your nose is crooked. It's not crooked. And I'm looking at it and I'm showing the people I'm working with. I'm like, hey, dude, does this look anywhere close to straight to you? And they're all like, no, not even fucking close. Dude. I'm like, all right. That's what I thought. So I took it out and then like this was and this was stupid on my part but we tried to pierce it again like four days later or something oh so it's still swollen and all fucked up well it was it was healed enough like i wore it long enough i wore it for like two weeks or so three weeks like it wasn't it definitely wasn't healed yeah but then you know there was still that migration and then we did it the second time, and I looked, and I was like, this is even worse. And so I just yanked it out. I was like, no, fuck that. Like, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. Not right now. I'm going to let it heal properly. And then, you know, if I want to do it again, I'll do it again later. So what's your experience <laughs> I'm not, with, hmm? with what? Scarification? No, I was just going to ask, what, like, uh, 
in the realm of tattooing, piercing, I know uh, I started noticing a lot more as I got older, um, areola tattooing got a lot more popular. Yeah. So do you have I any? I think it's pretty rad. Yeah. What's your take on that? What's uh, have you done that kind of work on anyone before or? Yeah, uh, I've done a few. I've done um, like the hearts, like with color around it. Um, and you try to color match as close as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand, it's painful. Like I would lot. imagine. Um, and then I've done like the spider webs, you know, mm-hmm. around the nipples and stuff like that. Like I've done stuff like that. Um, I actually, one of my, it was in my first, it might've been my second, like just breaking into my second year of tattooing. And, um, I had this girl walk up to me and I'm, we're all sitting out in front of the shop smoking cigarettes and being degenerates or whatever and she walks up to me and she's like yeah yeah, i want to talk to someone about tattoos and the guy one of the other artists that was working there was like uh you know yeah we're all outside so no what what do you what do you think about doing and she looks at me and she goes i want to i want a cupcake on my cat and i'm like (laughs) okay like like i'm not i'm not sure i follow you know Mm. and uh and then she's all she's like yeah my like my cat and she kind of motions down you know and i'm like all right so you want it like right above it or like what do you like over to the side like what are you thinking and she's all no you're not listening to me and this is at the time that we were having this conversation she was 17 she was about to turn 18. okay so like her her 18th birthday was like within the week or like a few days or something and uh, her mom driving right in yeah and her mom was there well no she had a bunch of like homemade like you know house tattoos and oh are you talking about like get up stuff or no i mean she wasn't i don't know like they they were just a bunch of poorly done somebody that bought a machine off ebay or something yeah you know like you know the type of tattoos i'm talking Uh, about i do so <clears throat> she uh she's like no you're not understanding i'm like all right and then her mom's sitting there and she's like yeah mom's gonna buy it for me for my birthday or no she said for my 18th birthday and i was like oh okay well immediately we're gonna stop talking about your fucking vagina right now because yeah you're, you're like yeah we're, we're gonna knock that conversation all the way off i was like when do you turn 18 whatever it was it it was within the week it was a few days or something Mm -hmm. yeah sure shit dude like her 18th birthday her mom brought her in there she was 18 her mom was mom was paying for it so comes in i made sure i made like three copies of that id (laughs) yeah i'm like we're not we're not (laughs) i'm like we're not losing any of these like i triple checked it i'm like got my calculator out i'm like okay so this year <laughs> minus this year it's like you know what i mean like Doing i'm not, I'm not getting anywhere close. yeah 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 it's like I was like all right it seems legit but like i'm gonna triple check this shit um and you know she was it was it was her 18th birthday or it was like a day after or something and uh i literally drew a cupcake 
like cut it in half, like vertically, mm -hmm. and like like literally like on the fucking like labia, like not the labia, but like the outer lips, like yeah, like, the like mound, I guess. Like I don't know, whatever what the correct a, term would be for that. You put a cupcake on her pound cake. I put a cupcake on her pound cake. I did, yeah. And her mom, not only did she pay for it, but she helped, like, hold her ankles back. Oh, was she like, squirming she stood, on that? Well, no, she just, like, helped. Like, dude, I'm, like, just over a year in the tattoo and, like, maybe a year and a half tops. And I'm being approached with this shit. And, like... Stretching that skin, you know that skin is very elastic. Mm. So stretching that and trying not to like, trying to be respectful, you know? Yeah. Like and professional. And also like trying to stretch it and you have to be mindful because like, I don't want to accidentally like fish hook the girl or something. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah, you're basically, you're, was, um, you're in doctor mode at that point. So, yeah, and trying to stretch it and all that stuff. So that was that was a very very interesting experience. But as I was doing it, she was. This is my very first experience ever, and it happened to me a few times, like along the way. I mean, mm -hmm. I've been tattooing about eleven years now or so. She, you know, like sometimes it was real painful, and sometimes I couldn't really tell if it was like a moan. Gotcha, like the pleasure from the pain. Right. And that's happened to me with like some weird placements too. We'll mm -hmm. get into that. <clears throat> but uh yeah, she was like, she's like, I just came like the hardest ever in my life. I'm like, well Hey that yeah, I'm, some people get off on pain. Like that's the thing. That's yeah, that, yeah. you know, that masochistic say to masochism. I felt like that story would be appropriate for your podcast. Yeah, because yeah, no, that's you, a, yeah, you just gotta visualize like the 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 mom holding the ankles back and me tattooing this poor eighteen year old girl's pussy and her back and forth between pleasure and pain. I, I bet that was an experience. Yeah, that sounds like some Hellraiser shit. I mean, it was an experience for me, and I wasn't even I didn't even feel any of it, you know. Oh, I imagine, yeah, because you were the one having a navigate what's going on oh dude i'm sweating bullets i'm like i don't i'm just faking my way through this i don't even know what's going on like this is the craziest shit i've ever seen in my life and so that was when you were kind of still you said just a year into tattooing yeah like like right like it was probably a year year and a half like somewhere in that range but yeah it was i was still very very green like it was new so new new experiences since you brought it up that you were down there tattooing that area, I just want to say from all the tattoo artists I know, everything I've heard, if anyone listening is planning on getting a first tattoo or anything like that, make sure you take a shower before you go into the shop. Please That's and fucking it. thank you, Reggie, for saying that, dude. Like, I like, can't. Clean the, like, yeah. Dude, that's, I mean, I, I got my taint tattooed. Uh a few months ago, I guess. It's been mm -hmm. a little bit. But my homie at the shop, 
tattoo the pickle piercing on my gooch. Mm. Yeah, actually, that was an experience. Uh, for the pre-episode before this one, I had a listener send in their story of getting a uh, Jacob's Ladder and their gooch tattooed. And he yeah. talks about how it is like having any kind of work down there does make the musk a lot stronger afterwards as well. Um, I, at least for his piercings, you said it did. Okay, with the piercings, I could see that. Um, I actually, like, all through junior high and high school, I used to travel and play paintball. We used to travel mm. all over the place. And we, there was a guy, he, he actually, his, their team was sponsored by Cafe Erotica. And they just had the same home field as us. So, like, we practiced with them all the time. He did come play one tournament with us, but he had three Jacob's Ladders. He had, and and this dude, I almost sound like queer or nothing. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Orgasmo, but it's amazing. <laughs> but it's all, <laughs> but uh, he's like, he's like, listen, man. He's like, he's like, you got three new iPhones. This This chick over here just bought you a fucking car. It was like, how, like, how are you managing all this? And he's like, you really want to know? We're like, yeah. Like, I fucking want the keys, you know? Like, what's up? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I'll, I'll show you if you really want to know. I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> really want to know. So he fucking drops trout, and he's got like eight bars up the bottom, and then eight up each side, all like staggered in between each other. Mm-hmm. I'm so like, he, holy fuck, dude! He ribbed his, he ribbed his out. That's for her pleasure. He ribbed it all the way, and he had like eight baby mamas, dude, and like, no, not baby mamas, sugar mamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't knocking them up. He was just, they were just buying him stuff, cars, phones, paintball shit, like whatever. And one thing I have I'm heard like, about. Oh, piercings like that and the genitals because I know there was a time where people were talking about doing implants because you know you can get like subdermal like implants for you know fake horns things like that I remember and I could be wrong but it was a number of years ago it became popular to get subdermal implants Mm. in your dick the only Mm. problem was because they were subdermal if they moved or anything it would go horribly wrong yeah um one of my my really really good well i mean i i know you said no names but like he's the owner of my shop he's my really good fucking friend so yeah steve uh he he was the one i was telling you about earlier does a lot used to do a lot of suspension shit he's got a bunch of those uh like both of his arms he's got them on his hands um there's silicone subdermal implants man and i was like how long have you had those because i was kind of asking about that it was like you know with complication and stuff i mean i don't know i'm sure he's probably done some crazy shit to his dick because i found this album and i don't know if steve would appreciate he'd probably be all right with it i'm gonna say it anyway so uh found this album and the the front of it just says don't ask don't tell 
which I guess I'm breaking this rule right now, but yeah. uh, there's a bunch of like, there's like a bunch of like splitting and, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of like genital stuff that's like out of the norm. Like, like it's one thing to get your hood pierced. It's another thing to get your fucking cock split. Like, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, that's where, yeah, I, I could never picture myself doing it. And I have a hard time fathoming the why behind those kind of things. Right. Because I would feel like when you split it, I feel like, like using it, like, I feel like you would lose a lot of performance. Like you, like, what do you do with that? Yeah, I haven't really looked into that very much. I know I've heard of it. I've seen it. But yeah, it's like, what do you, what's the purpose? Other than, you know, I can see the idea of it being your body and you modifying it the way you yeah. want. Like, that's kind of like a self-control kind of thing. That's that's the only thing. That's the only reason I could ever see anyone doing that. It's just because it's like it's my fucking dick. I'll do whatever I want with it. Let's just yeah. split it halfway down. It's like fuck, dude. Like that's gnarly. That's wild. Like I don't even. I can't even fathom that idea. It makes my toes curl. Yeah, and I would. I kind of like to think of the idea like those kind of extremes because I mean that it's not like it's a new thing that's been around you know oh yeah for a lot like the traditional freak show of you know right the lizard man but it's just someone all tattooed all over and that was like freakish and now at least in portland you can walk around town and be like oh yeah there's there's tim he's covered in you know he's covered head to toe and snake scale tattoos he makes a really right. good latte he makes a really good latte <laughs> dude portland was wild i will say that like i enjoyed being there um and like like downtown portland was fucking rad but don't pull out a cigarette dude because you're gonna have like eight motherfuckers like yeah block you yep the bummy culture Mm-hmm. yeah and then they're just like driving down the like driving down the road and like the middle like the, like it's not even really a separator just like the like under an overpass in between the lanes, you got like eight tents right there. Yeah, it's only gotten like, worse up here. Well, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. That you're still in Portland, right? Yeah, I'm still or, there. Yeah, I'm saying over in just the past couple of years, it's gotten like worse. Yeah, yeah, I know. I still have some friends out there, and like I, I hear about it, and I was like, dude, fuck that, man. Like, you know, like here, we don't have a whole lot of like that kind of stuff like we have homeless population obviously everywhere has it the only time it ever becomes a problem is like after it gets dark like our parking lot at the shop is really dark Mm. at night and so like we've had people come up and like start shit or start like running at you like my homie (laughs) you don't care if i said that but I finally got him to quit pulling guns on people because I'm like, dude, you, you can't just like just pull guns on people. Like he's like, well, if they're running up on me like that, like, <laughs> fuck that. Awesome. <laughs> See, to me, that just sounds like Florida every day. That is, it is Florida, man. Uh, 
it is Florida man against Florida man, you know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, so dude, like, a, yeah, dude, like, yeah, back to what we were supposed to be. Yeah, back about. to like uh, circling around to the tattoo symbolism. I learned some ones that I didn't know just looking stuff up, like the uh, um, the nautical star for the lesbian. Yeah. How the nautical uh, star became a signify like a small nautical star on the wrist to be covered by like a watch or a bracelet or something was like in the fifties. The lesbian like I'm sorry, I'm trying to listen to you. That that's that's very interesting. So because that image itself was never involved with that, but like, is there like is it placement specific? Yeah, I believe it's like placement if you, specific. It's on the wrist, so it could be covered up. And this was during the 50s when okay. lesbian culture was very underground, very hidden. But yeah, okay. the nautical, the whole Sailor Jerry, a lot of Sailor Jerry tattoos have symbolism that have kind of watered down just over the time of people, you know, getting those traditional style tattoos. Well, I mean, you know, it, it definitely makes sense. Uh, but well, there's, there's certain things that like, she moved to sorry i just got a new fish dude and like <laughs> yeah was... your adventure with um yeah and i went and bought a uh a sucker fish today too he's down in the corner to your left left underneath the filter yeah um but yeah like so i i i always kind of like <clears throat> i've heard about things like that but like i've never really been involved with certain like placement specific tattoos you know besides like the obvious ones you know like the teardrop under the eye or something like that but nothing like sexual like i just learned about pineapples what yeah like, do, uh describe that one <clears throat> pineapples yeah uh well if you have like pineapples outside your house or if you have a pineapple tattooed on you a lot of people just think they're cute and like i'll have to explain to them that's like a swinger thing I'm sure you already know that. Yeah. Well, you, you know the the pineapple part of it, and then the um the colored the different color lights that you have outside of your house. Mm-hmm. You know, those well, mean yeah, certain always, things too. There's always little codes. Yeah. Like I also yeah, just discovered so- uh, what inside like the gay community, what a biohazard tattoo or a scorpion tattoo means. Oh. Well, elaborate that was uh i think it was around the 80s early 90s that started being used for uh hiv positive identification oh okay well that like uh swingers in that community without having to say it would get that kind of tattooed on them so it was like a hey just so you know i have you know hiv you know what's yeah you know what's really funny about that is when i like dude honestly it was before I ever even got into a shop, dude. Like, and I, I'm not gonna go too deep into like my journey with tattooing and all that. But I remember my dad came home, and I was tattooing a friend of mine. Like, this is before I ever had an actual tattoo job. Um, I had this dude that was supposedly like he was supposed to be apprenticing me, but he didn't know what the fuck he was doing but i had access to things so i kind of used that outlet you know that use that avenue i had my dad came home early from work and i had one of my friends from 
I was working at Office Depot throwing freight and he was laying across our like dining room table and I'm tattooing him. It was a, it was a nautical star, like a big one, like down on like his like love handle on his back kind of. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad was so pissed, dude. He was so fucking pissed. And he was like, don't fucking do that shit on my fucking table. I was like, I'll, I'll get you a new table, man. He was like, no, just fuck, just don't do that, you know? <laughs> mm. Like, all right, all right, all right. And then um, I ended up tattooing him again. You know, I don't really know much about him. Like, I don't think he really knew. I, th I think he just thought it was cool. But after I left my first shop, um, well, it closed. And then I went to, well... They were about to open a shop downtown in Jacksonville. And, like, for the time being, we were tattooing in this little back room. But they were, like, washing and dryer in there. Like, the, the place that it was, there was a gym, a nail salon. They had Botox. It was, like, a whole, like, it was a health center, quote, end quote. Like, God, yeah, so, yeah, like a health center strip mall kind so, of deal. Yeah, exactly. And so we were basically like tattooing in the fucking laundry closet, man. Like waiting for this shop to open downtown. And uh, it was basically this dude, he thought he was going to open up a tattoo shop and make a bunch of money. And it didn't work out. Like, I, I mean, it didn't make as much money out the gate as he, he thought he was just going to just start making bank right out the gate. And I'm like, that's not how this works. No, you got to build a reputation <clears throat> in that kind of field. Yeah, dude, like we're fucking we're nobody. But we the one of the cool the coolest part about that shop. Well, I met a, a lot of really cool people there. It was like right like so down like downtown Jacksonville, they do art walk like once a month. And we were like right on that run. So we would just open our doors up. Like we had like Darth Vader come in there and get tattooed. Like yeah, yeah. like it was just Never took his, never took his helmet off. Nothing. Just got a quick little, you know, dark side banger. Like just like there you go. Like nice. all, right, all right, and the, it held character the whole time. It was awesome. I was talking about but, the uh, the biohazard and scorpion tattoos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah. So then I I tattooed uh, a big biohazard on like the the nape, like the back of the neck upper mm -hmm. back area on my buddy and i it was it was super cool i was actually really really proud yeah. of it like when i did it well it's funny and, too because uh, that symbol got really popular with like cyber goth groups and stuff like that during the you know late yeah 90s. like you know yeah gas yeah. mask long colorful dreads biohazard tattoo goddamn right dude big gothic yeah. somber boots yeah, flared, yep. some some flared out jinkos or whatever <laughs> yeah get the chains on them and everything goddamn right yeah, yeah. those were used yeah they were used in that community to signal you know the hiv positive because they were also there's a fetish called bug chasing which exists apparently where people seek out hiv positive partners well, I mean, I would assume that I would assume that they're positive as well, right? No, the whole idea of the bug chasing is they don't have HIV and they're looking for someone with it, whether to actually contract it for themselves. It's considered an extreme fetish. 
either to entrap themselves or to so, use protection, man. or they would use protection to just like up the risk factor of. Oh, that. like that, that like yeah, that risk factor. That's what I was gonna say. Like, dude, that's fucking wild. Like, nah, dude, like oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's that's like when you like you're like oh it's it's considered extreme. Like you don't say, man. Like yeah, that seems pretty extreme. <laughs> I don't yuck any yums, but there's some that I'm just I don't understand. I mean, I'm I'm not here to judge anyone, but that one I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and stay away. So outside of that, any other uh, any other kind of like symbols that, like I said, a lot of them have gotten water. Um, any that like really stick out as being a common one still. Um, I know the traditional like the swallow is popularized by always wanting to love home and come home. That's a, yeah, that's a Navy thing. Yep. And I, like my shop is like. Well, a Navy emo. thing and also let's be honest, emo kid thing. Well, yeah, that too. Um, but I mean, originally, you know, yep. it started with, and they use that for like sea miles and stuff. Hmm. Well, and then also Navy, especially the uh, the pinup tattoos, like the female pinup. Yep. It's been said that that's, you know, representative of, you know, they always have their wife with them or they always have a girlfriend with them on their arm, even when they're at sea or at war. It's very there's much that, like there's... a sign of masculinity. Yeah, yeah. There, um, there's, there's that part of it. And there's also, um, there's another side of that too. Uh, some guys like the single ones or the ones that you know whatever there's there's a different side of that too and some of them be like hey i want her to look like i went to this country so i want her to look like she's from there mm-hmm. but they want them super traditional so there's only so much you can do like it's really mostly color that you do that with and like eye shapes yeah yeah or like facial structure or... you know yeah <clears throat> yeah so like but there's that too. I mean, there's there's a lot of those. Like we're literally uh, three minutes from the Navy base. Oh, so you probably get a lot of that style then, huh? A lot, dude. I, I tattoo a lot of Navy dudes. Like they come in and they're like, "Hey, I just got off leave for a year. I want to get tattooed. I have this fucking whole stack of money." I want to throw it at you. And I'm like, I'm going to let you throw that money at me. Let's right. do, it. do it. Let's draw it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what, so what would you say your style of tattoo is? Like, what do you prefer? I mean, as an artist, I'm sure you can do many, but let's say what's your favorite style. My favorite thing to do is like neo-traditional stuff. Um, I really enjoy doing that. Like there, there's, I think I'm the only person right now at the shop that does realism. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of get a lot of that. Um, I don't want to say like, I get stuck with that. Like, I don't want to say that cause I enjoy doing it too, but it just, it just takes so much time yeah. and you well, have to be so m- meticulous and like, so I mean, if you're I, good at it, that's a great, that's a great market to be in. I'm good at it. And I could do it like it's just it's not my favorite thing to do. Like yeah, I don't, don't just like doing it. it. Yeah, like if I can draw you something like 
being more neo-traditional like i like i have a drafting background um I, I took drafting all the way through high school i had a drafting job right out of high school um so wine weights are my thing like i love using like i won't i mean unless it's just like a quick banger like it's very rare that you'll see me just use one single liner grouping and a lot of times I'll line with like round shaders for stuff or like, but I'll have like three or four different sized liners out and, you know, it gives it a lot more. It just, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's fun to look at. Like it makes it more look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a hard time. Like I don't have a problem with traditional tattoos i enjoy doing traditional tattoos and like i told you earlier i have like 60 fucking tattoo machines like i collect and i'll break those out and run some you know get rowdy with it if i want to but uh i really enjoy the finesse and being you know like someone can look at that and they can just see like a lot of i, I get technical i guess Mm -hmm. so people you can look at it and see like oh well this is different like when you look at the tattoo like you can see like oh something different was done here something different was done here like it all it's all it's kind of like kind of like your trademark your it's your little signature <clears throat> well piece. nah because there's a lot of people that do it but like i like to, i like to think that when i do a tattoo people know who did it mm -hmm. So I kind of have my own way of doing certain things, even though like sometimes I know it's not the right way, but it still looks good. Like I'll do yeah, it I'll do just it. because if they look at it, they'll know, maybe they'll know that Barrett did it. Yeah. The final product is what's important. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. And like, the, but the whole thing is thought out like the whole way. Yeah. You know, there, there's a reason and an intention for every single thing that I do throughout the whole process. Enough about me, dude. Like, we're not supposed to be talking about me and... No, this, is, no, this is why you're on the show. I like it. No, because all <laughs> I have to talk about are, like, the sexuality sides of it. Like, especially, like, tattoos, I do. You, can, you can be attracted to them. You can be, you know, there's codes and stuff in them. But there's no... I don't know. Have you heard of anything like heightened sensitivity after a tattoo in an area? Because generally they yeah, I have a, pretty solidly, don't they? Or am I wrong? Or we can actually, uh, no, it can't happen. We actually, um, we actually matched up perfectly um, on that with what you just said and the story I was about to tell. So I'm gonna Perfect. go ahead and tell that. It's real quick. It's not a long one, but uh, I was tattooing this girl <clears throat> up in Washington her boyfriend and her mom were there like they were kind of in and out they both happened to be like in the room when she's when this happened but i was tattoo i was tattooing her calf right mm -hmm. like back of her leg and like and i'm like all right now you know every now and then like i'll check in on my clients I'm like hey how you feeling you doing okay you know everything cool feeling all right whatever and uh she's like oh I'm, yeah I'm, I'm i'm good she's like i just can't stop coming 
I'm like, all right. <laughs> and her her fucking mom and her boyfriend are standing like right like right there, dude. <laughs> and uh, the boyfriend like throws like dagger eyes at me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? Like, I'm just doing my job. Like, yeah, I'm getting it's paid. It's not my to do fault this. that I'm. Yeah, I'm getting paid to make your girlfriend come. When's the last time you were able to say that? <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, that's He's such like, an odd oh, spot, dude. though. Like the. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I was like, why are you, why are you system, gonna put nervous systems all connected? I guess you never really know. I guess so, man. Like, like, but on the calf, dude. Like, yeah. Well, I know I've had, I have work really close to my nipples, and that just hurt. Like. That was one I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't know how anyone could see yeah. I know afterwards I've had partners that really enjoy having their nipples pierced and say it feels better. But I was Fuck getting that. tattooed near it. And I was like, nah, man, that, that hurts. Yeah, that fucking hurts. Well, then, I have uh... hurts in that nipples. I had a friend who they went in to get their nipples pierced. And I actually ran into them. Just they were in line. It was like a sale day. They were doing a Friday the 13th sale. And so they were getting both their nipples done. And apparently I heard the story later. Okay. (laughs) The piercer went to pierce their first nipple. And as soon as that needle went through, they literally bicycle kicked them in the face. Just out of pure instinct. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Through a straight bicycle kick. So... Their friend had to hold them down so they could get the second one in. <laughs> Dude, and the, what sucks about that is the second one is always worse. Yeah, because you know what's coming. Like, and it, yeah, well, not only that, but like you already, like your body's already kind of in a mild state of shock. Mm. And it's like throwing adrenaline at you. And it's like, it's like, hey, I'm not having fun with this. And then you do it again, and then you're just like, you get like, that's when people get dizzy and shit. Yeah. Granted, once they were all healed <laughs> up and everything, they said that pleasure and stuff like that was a lot higher. I've also noticed with friends mm-hmm. and partners I've been with, if you have them pierced, they're mm-hmm. generally going to get played with more just because it's more attention grabbing, anyways. It's shiny, sparkly, and sure. you want to touch them. Yeah. 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 I've never, like, a lot of people have asked me about that too, uh, about like losing sensitivity, you know? And I'm like, I don't, I don't really think, I mean, I don't have mine done, but any experiences that I've had, like, and I'll ask, like, I'm not afraid to ask questions. Like, so I'm like, Hey, is it, is it, is it any less sensitive? Like, do you still I'm like, no, no, it's, it's totally fine. Well, like, I think- I, I've never heard increased i've never heard that i've heard of increased i've heard no. but that could just be because they're getting more attention paid to i wouldn't it. yeah i and i never because it, it could have happened but <clears throat> yeah but i i think you're right i think it's it's definitely more just yeah, i think all the all like the loss of sensation stories always feels to me like stories that get sensationalized to scare people away from getting piercings or scare them away from getting tattooed. Yeah, and that, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, I mean, I want people to get tattooed because obviously that's how I pay my bills and shit. But uh, I don't I don't think anyone should be afraid of it. Like, piercings or tattoos, like, if you want to do it, fuck, do it. Like, 
you know, if it hurt, like, obviously both of those things, you, you walk into both of those things knowing it's going to fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, anyone you know, my, that says, anyone that says it feels good or it doesn't hurt is just trying to be a tough guy about it. Well, I'll halfway argue with that because I enjoy like, ta- like getting tattooed. It hurts. But, but it's like a, but, it can be cathartic. Well, yeah, like yeah, exactly. So like I can lay back and just like get into my zen, get into my zone, and my mental place is good and everything's good. And then I can almost I'm not one of those people I'm not I'm not gonna say, Oh yeah, I fall asleep and like no, dude, you you don't fall asleep. You just you get into a mental spot mm-hmm. and it's 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 a release it it feels yeah. it's almost kind of like you know as fucked up as it sounds to say it's almost kind of like when people cut themselves dude like i've never understood that but like i understand getting tattooed mm-hmm. it's it's kind of the same shit except for i'm not doing it to myself mm-hmm. see and since you mentioned the cutting aspect and stuff i've heard it said kind of both ways where cutting for some people it's more impulsive and they don't feel like it's a control like they're in control of it really but when they get a tattoo it's they have that control it's their personal choice to do it not you know yeah because they came they came in there and fucking asked for it you know yeah and tattoos can be tattoos can be extremely meaningful well and therapeutic just the process man like yes. i think that's i think that's what a lot of this like i hate to sound like an old guy or whatever but like the new generation of people coming in and getting tattooed like they like they totally skip that whole idea mm-hmm. like they're like you know like the process like no i i've seen every episode of ink master so i want to come in like, I want to sleep. Can you do it tonight? I'm like, no. That's Dude, not like, how it works. We cannot do it tonight. Like, you can come talk to me tonight, and we'll set something up, and we'll toss some ideas back and forth and figure out, you know, how this is going to, you know, be best for you. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, you know, fucking forgive me for being a professional, dude. Like, I don't know. Like see my my you. collection, my pieces run the gamut from actually having meaning and symbolism behind it all the way to hey, I like that flash you did. Let's put that on. All yeah, from yeah. like all from the same artist, because I go to the same artists every time. But sometimes it's well, like a piece they drew up and I, I'm covered in enough already where that's look at it, it's just adding another, you know, piece of work. Yeah, yeah, well, that that's kind of like that's kind of how I do it. Like, by now, man, like it's not really about what the tattoo is. It's more about who does it. And so, like, a lot of my tattoos, most of my, like, most of my shit, it's all just like my friends, or like you know, people that I work with or respect or people that I meet, you know, a convention or something. Yeah. 
Because then, and, like, especially with the convention tattoo, you got kind of that story behind it, that connection. The most of my tattoos were done at, at the conventions, but yeah, the the story, like, dude, there was one year I went to Detroit. I got my outside forearm tattooed. I got my neck tattooed, and I stretched my ears two sizes. Well, mm. one dude didn't want to stretch them two sizes. So he stretched him once, and then I went to, there was another piercer there. So I was like, hey, do you want to stretch me up one side? So I str- kind of sneak back door. Like You, get, you gamed stretched. the system a little bit there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I stretched my ears way too fast. I'm so lucky that they, uh, I did pop one of them Oof. one time. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was big enough, and I was still living up in Washington. And I got just wasted and I, but I bought new, like I was doing the tape method. So like I had my tunnels and I was putting electrical tape around them and I was doing layers, you know, like each day I'll do like another layer, another layer, another layer. And I was stretching them like that. And then I fucking, I was like, ah, we should be straight. And then, but I had some like, big like flared stone like saddles gotcha so that flares out a lot yeah you know i i grabbed it i grabbed one dude like the first one went in fine the second one i grabbed it and there was a big pop but it went in and i was like all right well cool and then my buddy was there with me and he's like looking at me he's like yo there's fucking blood running down your neck like yeah probably fucking Tend to that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe. I should probably handle that. Yeah. And I was like, and then, like, two days later, I left Washington to come back to Florida, and I had to, like, I don't know, I didn't want it to, like, shrink, you know? So, like, I kept just, like, cleaning it. Like, I would take, like, I didn't even want to take it out, dude. So I just like kept just like squirting. I had a squirt bottle, so I was cleaning it with green soap. Like fucking just like cleaning all my shit. And then I'll put a little aquaphor on there and like mm. rotate it around. It healed up fine. It worked out. Like it's not blown out. Like it it's fine <clears throat> now. But yeah. it was it was rowdy. So at the beginning of this, when I mentioned uh stigmatophilia. You said mm-hmm. you kind of thought of yourself then as like a stomatophiliac, like someone. So mm-hmm. you're attracted. You're attracted to people with tattoos and piercings. Absolutely. So what about yeah? What about that? Do you think is like why would you be attracted to that over like a um? Fuck, man. I don't know. Like, I've, I've heard thought. Go ahead. I've Tell seen, me what you've heard. Cause... Yeah. Well, I've seen psychological studies. Of and they're all extremely biased studies, but yeah, it gets yeah. very much associated with people with tattoos tend to be more sexually active. People with tattoos tend to be on the rougher side of the tracks. Another one I that I found interesting was people with tattoos are more likely to be into BDSM. Maybe I granted, well, like I said, these are so, all very biased for the era. These studies, yeah, yeah, done. yeah. All right. So I think the reason, and all three of those, I think, can kind of tie together. 
I think as somebody, I mean, I tattoo for a living. So obviously, like, I enjoy that. Not to say that I don't find someone attractive that's not tattooed. Um, And I don't push tattoos on anybody. Like, that's your decision. If you want to do it, I'm here to do it for you. But uh, I think that the reason that all three of those mat- like kind of match up is because it kind of is and we're not talking about like one little like wrist tattoo yeah like, like i mean everyone's you know, got you know, like at this point just thought everybody's got like a little secret one they hide right or, right yeah. like no, we're not talking about like a little live laugh love infinity symbol like yeah. that's not like attractive to me but if I meet someone that, and I don't like, I don't know. It, it's not like See, it's I'll not say that I need to have. But like, if I meet someone that's like heavily tattooed, like I'll look at your tattoos, and it fucking makes a difference, dude. Like, if I'll say for for me, I, someone like, I've met. I would say for me, when I see someone heavily tattooed, I'm more likely to have more in common with that person. So even from right. that, that mental state outside, like, so that's going to make me more attractive. Right, absolutely. But there's also the other side of that, like, I've met very, very beautiful women, but they have, like, really shitty tattoos all over them, and I cannot move past that. Yeah, no, like I've been turned off by really bad tattoos. I'm like, I've met really pretty girls, and it's like, you're covered in just garbage tattoos. Like, you have a, I don't know, I guess you have poor decision-making skills, or, like, I don't, I don't know what it control. is. I, I just can't do it, dude. Like, even... Well, and that goes during, for Like, and during I mean, sex. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, even, like, during sex, I'm like, dude, I, I, I can't redo it. Like, I'll, it goes as far, Reggie, it goes as far as fucking, like, I'll go limp, dude. Like, yeah. if I, if I, if I'm sitting there looking at a really fucking group of really shitty tattoos, like, it, it turns me all the way off, dude. Like, I can't well, I do imagine it. that's I, a very different, a, a very different reason for you being a tattoo artist and being someone in that culture as opposed to someone that tattoos are not a daily part of their life i mean even if they're mediocre like i can get past that like mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you better ones but like if they're like fucking horrible scratchy shitty fucking bullshit dude i there's something about it i can't, i can't do it man it's just you lose focus if you focus on that shitty work. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> I was like, I like, I do, and like, I call it a character fault, call it a fucking, I don't know what it is, but I, I can't, I can't move past it. It, yeah. it sucks. It hurts me. No, completely understand that. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we've. We've been chatting now for at least an hour, probably over an hour now. That's cool. I was, 
I got a story for you. Yeah, let's hear it. Actually, I have a couple. Okay. So one of them's really short. Um one uh we were about to hire this piercer at the shop and she came in. She actually uh I bought a few like wet specimens from her. Like I got my oh, okay. chicken and I got um I think I got something else from her. I think I got my octopus from her too. Might have been so just to clarify bad. for listeners, wet specimen are uh taxidermy and liquid in encased in liquid. Yeah, like in jars. Yep. Yep. So I have I have a couple of those. Uh well she used to sell them in the counter like we had a jewelry cabinet and then the other one was pretty much empty and she was friends with everybody at the shop so you know, she used to come put stuff in there, and then um, I bought a couple pieces off of her. But uh, mm. and this girl comes in, and she came in, she dropped her portfolio off, and then never showed up again. But <clears throat> while she was there, she was telling stories. So she was telling, like, she was into like weird stuff. This was a new thing for me so like you would do like a pa right with like a ring mm-hmm. and then you would do like a surface piercing like in your taint with a ring as well and then you would take a like a whatever appropriate size like padlock oh link okay. them together and then she would be the only one that had the keys yeah no i i see what you're saying <clears throat> yeah so like it would be like you're you know it would be linked together, and then she would stand in front of you and, like, give you, like, a strip tease or something. <clears throat> and then it would just, like, they would just tug against each other. And that was, I don't know, that was a new thing. I've never heard about that. Oh, so was it to prevent, like, was it a control to prevent the yeah, partner yeah, from getting yeah. back, or was it the pleasure of it tugging? I, I would that. like to... I would probably say it was a combination. Yeah, like, I, I know I that's really like know. a form of uh, chastity control, having that key, similar to like yeah, having a I, I would, I would say it would absolutely fit into that. Yeah, because that's definitely like an extreme but form yeah, of bondage. Like, uh, yeah, so I guess it's it, it would definitely be a part of like the chastity thing, I think. Yeah. I think. You know, like if you're going to link your PA to your taint, like yeah, that's that's some control right there. Yeah, and then you're gonna like padlock it, like you're the only one that has the keys. Yeah, that's you interesting. Know. That's probably a pretty interesting form of degradation, and I could see it. I could see that actually being pretty popular from there's, everything I've seen doing this show. But there's there's a there's a few different like factors that are involved in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like. Most of, like, none of those things are things that normal, like, we'll quote, general society uh, mm. would not even entertain any ideas about, well, then like, on top three of, of those. On top of that, then you have it, like, I mean, you go out in public with pants on, and then you have that rush of knowing it's there and no one else does. So you're adding the fucking fourth layer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, there's always layers, man. 
Oh, that's I why I, that's why I love talking about kinks and fetishes because you can just keep digging and digging and finding more. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, you thought you were doing it big. <laughs> how about adding how add this layer? Like, yep. listen to that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long episode. This has been one of my longer episodes. I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, man, you're gonna be uh, you're the first guest of 2022. Let's let's get a shout out. So what a uh, let's name your shop and okay. Um, I work at Seize the Day. It's S E A S Tattoo. Uh, we're in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, my name on Instagram is at White Boy Barrett. All one word. Barrett is B A R R E T T. I'll throw that also, in the show notes. Hell yeah! You can also email me. It's just tattoos by Barrett at Gmail. Um, if you're in the Florida area, if you want to come get tattooed, I'll make time. It's about to start getting busy and shit, but I'll make time for you. I'll stay late. I'll stay up there and tattoo all night. I don't give a fuck. That's been one of the reasons it's been, a it's been a struggle to get you on the show. You've just been busy. Yeah. I've been tattooing and working and, you know, anytime you're getting new ink or getting pierced, you're going to want to clean those sheets and always get yourself tested. Cleanliness is definitely key. All right, Kingsters, you've been listening to Six Sheets Under. I hate to say normal because, vanilla, you know.